Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at the Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the somewhat spooky cinephile. And mine being the horrific, Ooh. hopeless romance. Nice, nice. Rom- romantic? I don't, I was, as I was saying it, I was like, I'm not horrific. That's, yours is spooky. That's Mine's spooky. Cute. I am a little spooky. Um, I'm the halloween Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's been a minute, guys. We're back. It's been a minute. Uh, we're happy I to be like back. I feel like we say that every episode. <laughs> I mean, our fall has been absolutely nuts. I mean, I've been working on, on my film, and it's just, it's eaten up some time. Yes, the season is begun where our lives get kind of crazy, so we're going to spit these out as often as we can. Yeah, and I'm actually getting excited for, for Christmas is coming up. But before that, before we really get into high gear... I was so, so happy about this movie. I didn't know about this movie. I didn't know about this movie. I've kept it a secret from him for as long as I could because I wanted him to be surprised that there was an actual ghost. Like, I mean, they don't actually mention Halloween in the movie, which is kind of, kind of bummed me out but mm-hmm. at least there was a, a ghost yeah i was i was so happy I, w- I was scrolling down on the the instagrams and uh and i just see this i'm like wait three bad wait, what is it ghost no this can't be and sure enough it was a hallmark uh, official post and i i got very excited um for those of you that don't know i love me some ghost uh it's, it's one of my favorite things and we actually ran a little uh instagram what do you call those things uh, question questionnaire Yes, uh, fun facts about you mm-hmm. that uh, we thought, you know, just to have a little fun because you are such a ghost fanatic. Yeah. And so there were three three answers and only one of them was right. But then he corrected me <laughs> that actually two of them were technically correct. We're all about the technical. Um, but the correct one that I was going off of was that you have ghost hunting equipment yes, and that you have gone ghost hunting before with your dad. I actually went on a, a, a little one trip fun. with yeah, you before, but one of them was the other one was that you were on a ghost TV show, which I wish. I'm sure. Yeah. One day I'm sure you will be. And then the other was that you had seen a ghost, which I don't know if I think this is a ghost, but you can, you can tell your, your story of why you think that you have seen a ghost. Well, because, I mean, so when I was a little kid, I remember waking up in the middle of the night and looking out the window and seeing a ghost on a flagpole, probably a flag in the middle of the night, I'm sure. Uh, But I remember just thinking it was a ghost. And then later on, I remember waking up and seeing this woman just floating above my bed, just literally floating above my bed. So I'm blinking, you know, my eyes as much as I can. I try to move, but, you know, I'm I'm in, I guess, you know, I can't move. I had those... um, you know, sleep paralysis, so I can't move at all. And this ghost is just above my head. And I just remember thinking, you know, just leave me alone. I'll do whatever you want. Just please leave me alone. And I remember the covers like coming up on me and like tucking me in after I said that. And then I saw her a few other times in my life and I won't give you the, the details of that. But but <laughs> suffice to say, I've been a little bit haunted and it's uh, it's a crazy, crazy experience. And um, And yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know how I forgot about that Um, because you have told me that before and it kind of freaks me out. Um, And I remember we were on a ghost walk one time and I was telling the guide about it and he like took a step back from me. He did not like anything that I was telling him about these experiences. So, yeah. 
happy happy halloween everyone <laughs> um so so yeah if you did guess that one on our uh our little questionnaire you you would have also been correct um but, but let's get into the movie please please three do. bed i'm excited two bath one ghost probably the the worst and best title I've ever seen. I, I love this title and I hate this title at the same time. Um, it is. Yeah. Cause at first I was like, what? But then I'm like, oh, it's kind of cute. Yeah, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's the best and worst at the same time. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we'll, we'll go off and, and start off like we usually do, which is Stephanie. Yes. Hamilton. What did you think of three bed, two bath, one ghost? Is this a film that you would love to watch again? Mayhaps covered up on the couch with blankets, lights off, maybe a candle near your side flickering? Or is this one maybe you'll have on in the background while you are putting out candy for the trick-or-treaters? Or do you never want to watch this one again because it was too scary? Where do you, where do you sit? <laughs> um, it was actually kind of scary. No? Mm. <laughs> Not really, but there was little moments that we'll talk about. Um, so I, yeah, there's no, there's no fence building here. No fence building. Um, I, I'm going to say that I would watch this movie nice. again. Nice. I enjoyed this movie. It's not what I was expecting, right? but I very much enjoyed the whole ghost aspect. But my favorite part of this movie might not be what you would expect. Um, but yeah, I, I'm going to go with, I would watch this one again. It was sure. fun. Okay. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely watch this one again. This, uh, I think this movie has some problems. I think this movie definitely has some problems um, and that we will definitely go over. I Overall, though, this movie had so much going on for it that I enjoyed that I'd watch this one again. I mean, we have a ghost. We have a really spooky scene, actually, that I think is really creepy, and I wish they would have done more of it. Uh, just sprinkle it, you know, here and there. Um, and we do have to say, yes, Hallmark has done ghost movies because I know people are, will probably be like, well, they've made ghost movies before, but they're always like Christmas time. Yeah. And they're like, you know, the whole angel. What's the, the Christmas Jesus? No. <laughs> what? Scrooge. Uh, the <laughs> Yeah. Christmas Carol. Yes. A Christmas Carol. Thank you. I couldn't think of, of what it was called. Um, so th it's been, I don't, I mean, I don't know that we've had one that's like been a fall or like Halloween. -y I don't know if we have, I mean, they, they embraced spooky season, which I, I don't think I've seen. You know, we have pumpkin everything, which was pumpkin tastic. But this was a really embrace of that. And I, I applaud them for that. And not only that, but the way it was shot, which we'll go into, was done really well too. Um, but yeah, this one was, was, was spook, spooktastic for me. Ooh, pumpkin, pumpkin tastic and spook tastic. Mm. You're gonna get lots of uh, Halloween buzzwords. I'm here for it. Well, let's give a let me give a quick plot summary. I'm excited for you. Should you do spooky voice for it? Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anna is trying to sell a house that is already occupied by Ruby, a 1920s ghost. Ruby and Anna form a friendship, helping each other out. Ruby playing Cupid with Anna and her ex-fiancé, Elliot. And Anna helps Ruby find her way back to her one true love, Charlie. It's nice. It's nice. Yep. I expected some more screams and blood-curdling <laughs> moments, but no, it's good. That's it's good. Hallmark. It's, uh, we're not, we're not going to have any of that. 
let's go ahead and talk about our not really two main leads. I think we have three yes. leads. I would say three. Yeah. One who's dead. Yes. Um, I mean, technically, I would say it is two main leads, but it is the two women. <laughs> <laughs> we have Julie Gonzalo, who plays Anna. Uh, we've seen her before. Um, really enjoy her. I'm, I'm a big fan. I would love to see her more often. Then we have... Madeline Arthur, who plays Ruby, mm-hmm. our, our ghost in the movie. And honestly, I have to say these two were just fantastic together. Um, a special, especially shouting out Madeline Arthur, who played Ruby. I just absolutely fell in love with her. Yeah. And I, I, I've never seen her before. I want to see more of her. I just thought she was phenomenal. She made me like tear up a few times in the movie and she was funny and she just had so much like charisma and charm. I absolutely adored her. I will echo. I will echo that. I I think she was great. I think both of these uh, women were were fantastic. And yeah, she played it off. I mean, the whole, you know, voice, the, you know, the, I I was going to do it. Then I was like, I better not. Uh, I feel like it What's was... What's going on, toots? Yeah, that, that. <laughs> I feel like that um, would have graded on me, but I think she made it believable. I actually wish they would have thrown more more slang around uh, because the 1920s, uh, that air is just full of slang. Like Every other word is just dripping. You're the bee's knees, kid. Yeah, see, like that, exactly. Like More of that, more of that, because when she did it, it was, it was just a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, she was great, and I think they both, like you said, were like the main focus of the story. Yes, I feel like these two, their friendship was the heart of the movie. We do have another main lead. Uh, <laughs> There's someone else in this movie we need to talk about. Chris McNally, who plays Elliot, the the ex fiance to Anna. And I have to say, this storyline was just like a, like an off, like a side thing for me. I was, I know this is hard to probably, <laughs> you know, Put, get your head around but I was not here for the romance in this movie what were you here why were you watching this movie who are no, you no I wanted to be here for the romance but the romance let me rephrase that Go ahead. the romance that they gave me was not the best yeah so I loved the friendship between Anna and Ruby and that is why I would watch this movie again because of those two and I am a fan of Chris McNally but I was very handsome. He is very handsome uh, and charming. And I'm used to him being very charming and likable and like, you know, more of like a personality, um, a guy that, you know, wins me over. This particular role of Elliot was not my favorite of his. Uh, I did not particularly love Elliot. I didn't either. Why is that? I mean, he, he was kind of snarky and a little mean in the beginning. He was, but I don't even know if that was it. I just felt the character was just kind of bland. Like there wasn't much to him. Mm-hmm. They didn't really give him much of a story. He was just kind of there. Yeah. Um. You know, he was working on his little preservation thing and he would say, oh, I'm going to Boston. Otherwise, yeah, he was kind of mean to Anna at first. You know, he was hurt, obviously. But I just, I was not feeling it there. Mm-hmm. And you want to, you want a fun fact? Yeah. I found this out right before I watched this movie because I did not know. But Chris McNally and Julie Gonzalo are actually a real life couple. Wow. And 
we've said this before, like for whatever reason, and I, you could totally feel different, but for whatever reason, like real life couples don't necessarily translate on the screen. Um, and 100%. so I don't know if, if that was the case with these two, but I was just not fully committed to these two. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know romance. You know, I, I can't spot romance. He, he proposed in Montreal. Mm. I think you know a little about romance. Um, so I don't know if it was that. I Part of the, the problem, I think, with this film uh, for me was that it, it was kind of all over the place at parts. And when we were watching, you know, the credits rolling in the beginning, you know, we saw that there were three writers. And whenever there are three writers, I get a little bit worried because that usually means that someone someone was brought on to help with something. Like someone might have had the story idea, then they brought on people to help out. And sometimes it just a little too many cooks in the kitchen for me. And that's what this kind of felt like. There were moments where things were working out really well, and then other aspects just didn't really click for me. Um, which is a shame, you know? So I think that's part of it, is that this character didn't really feel fleshed out to me as much as Anna did. Yes. Um, we do have to shout out that one of those writers is Joie Botkin. Yeah, we love her. Friend of the podcast. We absolutely love her. Um, there was a line in this movie, too, and I'm like, I bet you I bet you Joie <laughs> wrote that. I bet you she did. So the other writers were Greg Rawson and Brian Sawyer. So, yeah, they, there was a story by Greg and Brian, and then the teleplay was written by all three. So when that happens, we never quite know who's, you know, who's who was cooking more than the other in the kitchen, yeah. uh, so to speak. So not really sure. I think the movie was very w well written and it, it had a lot of heart. It was, you know, different as obviously we love the whole ghost storyline, but yeah, for some reason, this particular character just yeah. didn't quite, um, do click. it for me. Didn't yeah. click for us. But that's okay, um, because we did have this amazing friendship with Ruby and Anna, which to me was, you that's know. That's the film. What, that's the film yeah, there. Yeah, that's, that's your film right there. Since we're really not going to be so much on romance for this, except for the romance of friendship, obviously, let me, let me start off with a little, little technical love here. This movie was shot beautifully. Um, mm. We have a lot of wonderful scenes here, but the thing that really stuck out to me is the uh, color grading of this film. This film has uh, a really special color grade here. And what I mean by that is that when you shoot a film, you're generally shooting what's called log, which means that the picture is going to be very desaturated. And the reason why you want a desaturated image is so you, in post-production, you can go in and basically color it. You can make the color how you want it to be. And that's what they did here. And so they really bring out the blues in this film. The, the shadows especially have a lot of blues in them, which gives it this very moody, kind of spooky feel to it. And I noticed that immediately, and I loved it. Yes, I loved the look of this film. The The colors were so rich. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, moody. Uh, it was just, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and because you're punching up those blues so much, it really gives a chance for the, the fall leaves to really take center stage too. And so you're playing off the blue and the orange here and just... Yeah, it was just really intentional and very well done and something you don't see in a romantic comedy. Uh, so I appreciate them kind of going full force with it. Uh, one of the things I wish I had seen would have been a Dutch angle. You know, we have this spooky film. Show me a Dutch angle. That's all I want. That's all I need. Come on. Where's my Dutch? And a Dutch is when it's tilted, tilted, tilted. Yes. So you'll see a Dutch angle all the time in like a horror film or a spooky film because it means that something is, is weird and unusual. Which, you know, if you have a ghost, that's that's pretty weird and unusual. Well, maybe not for you. True, true. But let's actually get into the movie. Sure. Yeah, to yeah. the the meat 
To the spooky bones. To the <laughs> so we have, you know, we usually talk about our meat cute. Yeah. Uh, I guess we could mention the Ryu meat cute. It was a it was a Ryu mean cute. <laughs> huh? Huh? I see what you did there. Yeah, Elliot's got some harsh words. Yeah, he does. Um, even for an ex. I mean, come on, guy. Come I was on. like, dang. <laughs> he says this thing like. Yeah, you can succeed at anything you put your mind to. <laughs> well, except, of course, us. Oh, and I was no. just like, whoa. That is, those are some, some fighting words. So, mm. so yeah, right off the bat, I'm just like, Elliot, that's not cool. It just felt a little, a little petty. I mean, I guess it's okay to be a little petty sometimes. And obviously, he's hurt. But it just, that's how we meet him, so... But we do have, I, we can talk about the the sort of meet cute of how Anna and Ruby meet. I mean, yeah, that is the meet cute yeah. of this film. That is a good point. <laughs> that is super meet cute city. And it's one of my favorite uh, scenes in the film. Yes, this was very cute. You know, the pa- the painting keeps moving and Anna thinks she's going crazy. She thinks it's like, you know, the other realtor. And then this is where we actually, you know, I'm like, oh, Hallmark, good kudos to you for being kind of spooky. Like it was actually kind of creepy. Um, yeah, when she's in that narrow hallway upstairs and the lights start flickering and you just know something's about to happen. Like that is straight out of a horror movie. Yeah. And then we see her with the sheet. She's like at the end of the hallway with the sheet over her um, in the white dress you say white sheet. It's not just a white sheet. We're talking a white lace mm. sheet. This looks like Victorian 101. Like it is, it's so unusual. I've never seen just a straight white, almost like tablecloth, you know, with the embroidery, just really gorgeous. And her hands are out at her side. And you're like a ghost with hands in a, a beautiful Victorian sheet, like super creepy, super unusual. I was here for it from the very start. Yes. And... You know, I love that she's amazed that Anna can see her because obviously she thinks she's just, oh, I'm just being a spooky ghost, having fun. Um, And to her surprise, Anna can see her, which is crazy that she's been alive for a hundred, well, not alive, unalive. Undead. Undead. That's the proper term. For a hundred years. And this is the first person that sees her. Um, I mean, can you imagine just the loneliness yeah, I mean, because she, she kicks everyone out. So people aren't there for very long. So she's by herself um, a lot, it seems. So, you know, it's a really cool story here that we have. And not only that, but we need to give props to the makeup department because I don't know what they did to make her look so ghostly, but they did an amazing job. Yeah, makeup and costuming. Um, just like the 1920s clothes that she wears are just beautiful, gorgeous. And I love how they even bring it up, too. Anna's like, you, you changed? Like, you know, they wanted to have fun with this. They wanted more outfits. I'm so glad they made that decision instead of just having her in one uh, outfit for the entire movie. That was that was really neat to see. Yeah, that was a really nice Because you could have easily just done one outfit and be like, oh, yep, I'm a ghost. This is what I wear. This is my ghost clothes. Yeah. Fun fact, as a kid, I was so afraid that I would like just die and be in an awful outfit that I would make sure I had like my Batman cape on at all times. Cause I, you know, I wanted that for my, my ghostly hereafter. <laughs> That's really cute. But yes, we have this wonderfully cute interaction and I love 
that they even go so far as to because sometimes when people see coasts they're just like oh it's like no big deal but i love that anna actually like goes to the doctor like she's yes. like oh something is wrong with me something yeah she's thinking she's having like a mental breakdown i'm glad they did that too that was that was neat to see i like that the one thing i will say is i wish there would have been some creepier music here and there I, they kind of did it every once in a while but they really kind of did some sort of you know lighthearted you know i don't want to say cheesy but you know what i mean like lighthearted kind of music um and i think at least for a little bit they could have really drummed up on some some spookiness what, what do you feel about that well i mean yes it is hallmark but i'm just saying <laughs> they could have done a little bit here and there was a little like suspense you know when she's like walking around before she meets her but then i mean ruby's not creepy you know so they're not gonna that's true you know no, that's fair that's fair she's a very nice you know she she she's she's not like a, a scary ghost obviously no. she's very she's here she's got razzle she's dazzle <laughs> Um, she's got lots of charm. Lots of charm. Uh, you know, it was weird. There was a scene when she was on the couch, when Ruby was on the couch. It almost looked like a painting. Like, it was very surreal. Do you remember that? That strike you? Is that, well, that part actually was kind of scary. Where right, they, like, yeah. pan over to her. Yeah. And, like, Anna just sees her sitting on the, the chaise the lounge. Um, which, by the way, Anna, I don't know what you were thinking. The wanting curb? to throw that away. <sighs> I mean, you worked for a preservation business we think she said it was threadbare i don't know <laughs> if you know what threadbare means because that had some some oomph to it i saw threads <laughs> it was it was not bare but i also um you know we talked about writing they had a lot of really great lines in this movie um and i feel like most of them i feel like ruby is the one that said most of them yeah but i love how she gives anna this sort of like confidence to to really sort of take charge of herself and there's mm -hmm. this line where she says she wants her to like get dressed up to go out with Elliot just for like coffee. And Anna just came. She's like, why would I dress up for him? And she's like, you don't dress up for him, darling. You dress up for yourself. Oh, I love um, that. Yep. And I just thought we had some just really great lines like that. Um, oh, and then when she finally does it and she's like, you ain't the only restoration specialist. <laughs> yeah. Love they Love it. Yeah. It was just a lot of fun. It's but Ruby, I just can't get enough of her. Like, I just loved this character. And I just, you know, she was just so much fun. So, you know, the romance, I have to have to talk about it. Sure. Um, That's your job. Yes, it was a little underwhelming for me. I'm sad to say. I just, there were lots of questions that I had of like why they broke up. Mm -hmm. um, we weren't getting like real answers. They kind of were just like, oh, you didn't communicate. And she like quit on them. I don't know. It just all felt very vague. And I just wanted more. Like I wanted to feel more. I was like, well, how long were they together? They say they were together a long time, but we don't really know. It, was just, it was college though, was it? I don't even know. I think, it, I think they said something about college. Oh, yeah, she does when she says, how did you meet? She yeah. says he was like the handyman in her yep, dorm in dorms, or something. Yep, there yeah, it is, okay. There it is. We got it. So, yeah, I guess I could have pieced that together after, but I don't really I don't really know how old they are Exactly. Now, so currently. even though they have so, that, we, yeah. But, yeah, I just felt their relationship was very vague. Like, just like he wasn't, like the character of Elliot wasn't very fleshed out. I felt like their relationship wasn't very fleshed out. So the reward for me, it didn't feel as, like, exciting or, you know, for them to get back together because I wasn't, like oh, these two are meant to be, you know? Mm. But we do have uh, this this moment where where they have a, a date 
and this they go to this restaurant. I guess this is where they had their first date and they have a dance, you know, Ruby gets her on the, the dance floor. Um, and again, most of the interactions that I'm loving about this are because of Ruby, but you know, I wasn't feeling the romance too much so far, but this dance, we get an almost kiss Mm -hmm. like this particular scene. There was, there was some little steam kind of, you know, coming off of this scene. But then, you know, obviously they pull away. So it doesn't last for very long. But I will say that's probably the most uh, that I felt uh, sparks wise coming off of them from that scene. And again, even as someone that's not a romance expert like yourself, I I would agree that scene was very romantic. You know, I definitely felt that connection there. And, you know, if that's and maybe that's the thing. Maybe this movie wasn't supposed to be about her and him. Maybe this was about her and Ruby or so maybe that's okay. But that Yeah, I was okay with it. Yeah. Usually I'm just like devastated if the romance isn't there for me, but because we had this really strong female friendship between Anne and Ruby, I was totally fine with the romance being secondary. The one thing I didn't like though is that they don't look up Charlie at all. Like she is, you know, she's a restoration. She knows how to look people up. You know, yes. she knows history why don't you look this man up that scene that's the only thing that the suspension of disbelief i was like come on this character would look this person up for her yeah i had that in my notes too like it just frustrated me like she does all this research on ruby but then when she finds out about her love charlie like why wouldn't she help ruby find out what happened find out what happened to yeah. yeah i'm just like go to the lot li- i mean we we realize later why they had to do that but which was a nice payoff don't don't get me wrong yeah. but at the same time it's like this, this person would, would have done, done some digging. Can we talk real quick about the atmosphere? And, you know, I, I've talked about, you know, the color grading. Um, the lighting was just beautiful here, too. I mean, very, you know, moody. There wasn't any sort of high key. One of the things they do so well, though, is they throw a lot of fog atmosphere into the backgrounds. They throw so much fog into the backgrounds that we actually have God rays coming in through the windows a lot. And just, oh, my gosh, I, I love me some God rays, guys. Like, it is just so so beautiful and especially when she firks firks when she first walks into the the mansion and there's just these god rays coming in through the um i think the living room windows and just oh man it's just blue and it's dreamy i mean this the whole the whole mansion house feels so dreamy and ethereal and just i'm I'm here for it i'm always here for that that makes sense. same yes i would agree and shout out to the DP uh, of this movie, Tyler Walzak. Mm-hmm. Great work. Great, Great work. job. And yes, the, the the look of the film definitely lent to to all of it as well, for sure. Um, and, you know, I feel like, you know, Hallmark got our note from last year where all of these movies have really felt like fall so far. You know, because that was our big complaint last year was that these were fall movies, but it felt almost like a summer 2.0 or something, you know, like. These all feel like fall. There are leaves, you know, there's oranges and reds and just, I'm, I'm so glad because that's what we want. When it's, you know, the leaves are changing here. We want to see the movie where the same thing is happening. You know, we want to feel that. We're, we're seeing that here. Yeah. Let's go ahead and hop into our ghostly conflict. Very sad. This one got me, man. When she's like calling, for, go, go ahead. You talk. I can't talk about this. Go ahead. I wasn't a fan of this conflict. Um, are we ever? <laughs> So, and I saw it coming, but so she has to leave to go to the open house because Ruby's messing up everything, apparently. 
So she's got to throw a shindig. She's there for Charlie, right? I mean, sorry. She's there for Elliot for his preservation thing. Yeah, that he's been talking about the entire the entire movie. movie. That's all. That's all Elliot's got going for him right now. So it's a big thing for him. Mm-hmm. But she has a dilemma. Her career is on the line, and she has to go and tend to it. It's very important to her, to her father's business, um, you know, so she has to go. At first, I'm like, oh, girl, you didn't tell him that you were leaving? But he but he says, oh, you, I got a text from you. So she does tell him that she had to go. But he is just furious, as, as furious as Elliot can get. <laughs> um, and so he's saying all this stuff that's like, oh, it feels like nothing's changed. Ugh. Like, you just left me again. And this, this did not sit well for me because she, you know, he's, she wasn't making everything about him and he gets upset about it. And yeah. it's like, is that what the, the relationship was like? Because she had to go and tend to her stuff, which was important for her. She was there for him for most of the thing, but it, it ran long. Like that's not her fault, you know? So she was there. Um, yeah, she was, she was there. Yes. She was. Um, but she was making sure her career wasn't in jeopardy. And so he's like saying nothing's changed. Like you're just leaving. I just, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like how he spoke to her, yeah. how he was saying that she hadn't changed. Um, and it was like, oh, well, who cares about your career and what you needed to do? You were supposed to be there for me. So I don't know. How did you feel about that? I felt the same way. I felt the same way. It felt like. They wanted to have conflict, so they, they came up with this, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it, you could maybe make the argument if she didn't show up at all or something, and then he's upset about that, but she was there she with was him. She was there, yeah. They kind of come to this ag- agreement in terms, and yeah, it just fell flat, as as it does sometimes. Yeah, Um. so I'm just, I hate to say it, I'm just not rooting for this couple. Like I'm rooting a, for Ruby. I'm rooting. I'm, I'm rooting for Ruby too. I'm rooting for Anna. Like I want what's best for her, and I want her to live her best life. Um, but I just don't know that Elliot is the best for her. I mean, look, they they didn't make it one time. You know, they're probably not going to make it again. I think we can all agree that this relationship is probably not going to work out. You know, can you agree? I think I think it's not going to work out. I'm sure. I'm sure some people disagree, but this is where we stand. I'm glad we are on the same page. Okay. Um. But we do, you know, have the big spoiler. Uh, well, if you haven't seen it, I hope you've seen it. If you're listening to this, that Charlie, which this was actually a shocker for me. I realized it right before it happened. I did. I was I was clueless. Um, Charlie was actually Elliot's great uncle. Which is cool. Which is pretty cool. Very cool. That was a really cool twist that I was not expecting. So I, I love being surprised. Yeah, in a, in it was a, a, it was a delight. And so I forgive the fact that Anna's not in the library looking up Charlie just for that little twist. Yeah. So we real oh, that's why they had to do yeah. it. But yeah, it just, it makes you feel like all tingly, like, ooh, it was all, you know, fate and all of this stuff uh, for, for Anna to meet Ruby. I mean, I guess Elliot plays into that too, but. Yes, I would say he does. <laughs> <laughs> well, she could have, you know, it doesn't mean that her and Elliot have to be together. Just he knows 
he was there to to be able to tell Ruby like what happened. Now, now he's done. Now he can move along. Now you can. Now you can <laughs> be on your way, Elliot. Go to, to Boston. Go to Boston. Get on out of Boston. Um, we don't need you here. Anna's got a career to handle. <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, can we? This scene. This scene. Ah, I'm gonna tear up just talking about it. So. She knows what happens to Charlie and she can now be at peace. She's helped Anna. I I feel like she's helped Anna give her confidence and, you know, figure out what she wants to do in her life. Her, the whole thing was that she's always felt lost and, um, you know, trying to find, trying to find her place. And so I feel like Ruby really helped her with that. Yeah. Just so sweet and wonderful. This, this friendship. And so, you know, as ghosts do, she's got to, she's got to move on. And oh my gosh, when she realizes that she can hug her, I was just, yeah, the tears were I mean, coming. You're, you're tearing up right now. I mean, it's it was breaking, just so, you're breaking my heart. It was so sweet. This, this friendship was so special. Uh, and then, uh, and then they really kill you when you see, you know, excuse the pun, you know, cause I know they're ghosts, but then she sees Charlie standing with the, the single flower, uh, you know, and then she she's finally at peace and, and she can go go be with Charlie. And it was just uh, it was it was just a beautiful, beautiful scene. It was gorgeous. It was it was extremely beautiful. I was I was touched, too. And they realized they could hug. And and to me, that's you know, we've said it multiple times during this podcast. That is the heart of this film is the friendship between these two. And I mean, is there a world in Hallmark where maybe that's a movie we get? where we get just friends connecting. Do we really need a, a strong romantic connection for these films? I, I don't know. Yeah, because there still was like a romantic thread with Ruby and the Char- and Charlie, right. you know, so we have that. Um, I'm just saying, do we need another... I, that to me is a, is a question here, and I think that's something that maybe future Hallmark writers uh, and directors can think about. If there's a connection between two friends, is that the movie? I think it could work. Well, then you'd put me out of a job. No, uh, no, I, I see what you're saying and I, and I would be fine with that. But at the same time, I think all you have to do is make a better romance story. Sure. (laughs) Like make the romance good enough that it matters to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I feel you. Um, But this has got me thinking about a friendship movie. I, I really do think there's something here. Yeah. That's my two cents. As a technical person, that's my two cents. <laughs> so we have, you know, I keep wanting to say Charlie. Elliot and Anna, they're going to be together. Forever. Whether we like it or not. But um, they, they do say this line at the end. Where they're like, we don't quit. We restore. They're like, let's restore us. I know. I, I like that. I like that they... they they talked about how they needed to work. Yeah, on no, other, I like that know? they like added in the. I I think that's very important to to have restoration in your relationship. Because um, these people are broken together. They do not go together at all. But they're gonna fix each other and they're gonna glue each other back together. This is a big fixer upper. We don't even quite know why, what they History. need to fix, but it seems like a lot. So I'm glad um, that he saw the ghost too. That was a neat touch. Because oh, otherwise yeah. he'd be like, yeah, yeah, sure. You saw yeah, a ghost here. A ghost brought us together. Cool. Sure. Um, but does he see Ruby? Yeah. Or does he just see his uncle no, Charlie? No, he sees, he sees, sees them both. Okay. Yeah. So we do get a kiss. And I'm rating the kiss. Yep. 
kindling. Oh. Mm. Mm. I know. I know. Hey, it's not the worst one. So it was, it was, a, it was an okay kiss. But as you have heard through this episode, these two are not like, you know, my epic love story. But yeah, the movie itself, um, it was just very well done. I love, again, Madeline Arthur, want to see more of her. And yeah, more more charismatic characters like Ruby. They don't they don't have to be ghosts, but just, you know, <laughs> people that have like this personality. Like she just embodied like so much personality, so much heart, um, all in one character. And and then the emotion she brought to like it was just uh, just I can't say enough good things about um Makes that me want character. to watch it right now. Like I just want to go back <laughs> and watch it. But yeah, I, I, I really, really did enjoy the movie. Yeah, same. So hopefully you guys did as well. If you didn't, you can let us know why. Maybe you just don't like Ghost. Uh, you can let us know. If you love this movie as much as we did, you can let us know as well. If you thought these two were a match made in heaven, I mean, maybe we're wrong. I don't know. It's happened. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. Uh, we're coming full force back, ready to, to tackle the Christmas season with y'all, um, as we've done for the past few years, which is kind of crazy to say. Like, it honestly doesn't feel like Christmas unless we do this now. Like, it's just, it's kind of wild. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. What would we, what, what, would, we, what would we do? Just to watch We would movies? just watch, we would just watch them and not, we would talk about them for you and me, but. But you know. it's just so much fun talking about these movies with you all. Like, that to me has been the real joy of all of this is, you know, first talking on Instagram and now we're talking on our Facebook group, which is just, I love it. I absolutely love it. So you guys make this so special for us. So thank you for that. Yes. So we may or may not do another fall movie, but if we don't get to it, we are definitely going to be coming in hot, <laughs> coming in cold with the Christmas movies uh, for Countdown to Christmas. So we're getting pumped and I hope you are too. Uh, make sure you are following us on Instagram and feel free to leave us a rating and review on Apple and Spotify. If you're listening on either of those platforms, we love you guys, appreciate you, and we'll be back. Thanks, guys. Thanks.